Pashish Chumma talks to us about all the vessels of the Mishkan, the Aaron, the Meneo, the Shochan, and make the Mishkan. There's one passage which is a little bit troubling. It talks about the Aaron after the Aaron. So it gives it Sivu, it gives a command to make the Kaparis. Which is Batsam the cover of the Mishkan of the of the Aaron, excuse me, with the curve on top of it. And it says in the Pasuk, and the Aaron you should put the Aidus, the Aaron Titan is Aidus. And Rashi says, I don't know why it's repeated. So already says, put the Aaron in the Aidus before. So Rashi says, maybe Shlomer, come and teach us that when the Aaron is by itself without the Kaparis, at that point you should put in the Aidus first. And then put in the Kabaris, which is a bit strange. Because it seems to be very obvious. You can't put the Aaron, you can't put the Edus, the Luchais, into the Aaron before the, the lid is on. Because, excuse me, excuse me, you can't put the, the Luchais into the Aaron. Afternoon is on because you can't get it in. So obviously it has to be in there beforehand. So what's Rashi coming to tell us? So there are those who want to say that Rashi means to tell us that you can't even measure it. I can't make the the the, the kabaris, the lid of the urn, put it on to measure, make sure it fits perfectly, and then after it fits, take it off and then put in the luchas and, and then put the kabaris back on. Once I put the comparison on, it's finished, it's on. It's not coming off again. So it has to be that even before, you can't measure it. You can't put it on at all before it in order to measure it. What the Maral says is understand what Rashi, what Rashi's problem is. Maral says that the comparison was a separate mitzvah. There was the mitzvah of the Arn. That's to make the iron and put the luchas in the midst of the kaparis. That the reason why it has to be repeated is because we should know that there's a separate mitzvah for the kaparis. So we have to understand that morale a little bit. What does it mean a separate mitzvah? What's the mitzvah of the heavenly kaparis? So I think the explanation is is that you can ask because the truth is why does the Orange, the ark, why does it need to have a lid on it? The Bainishlam Hashem needs for us to protect the Luchas. Doesn't need a protection of the Luchas, protect the Luchas. We're not worried about the Luchas being protected. So what's the meaning for the Kaparis? It would seem a little bit strange. So maybe we can say Pshat, we can say the explanation is like this, and this is the lesson we can learn. That really, truthfully, the the iron, the luchas do not need a lid on it. Doesn't need any covering. Doesn't need any protection. That's not why it's there. It's there for us. We have to make a protection for the terror. We have to make a lid on the terror. What does that mean? We have to make a lid on the terror. We have to make it that the terror is something that we don't change. The the kaparis is teaching us. We can't change the Torah. We have to put a lid in it. We have to, the Torah is the, what it is. Yes, there are, let, we have to adapt. We have to learn how the Torah speaks to every generation. 
to all the different technologies, to all the different things that happen in, our gener- in the different generations, then we have to learn how the Torah talks to that generation. But that's not changing the Torah. That's using the Torah to understand the generation. But the people want to say that the Torah isn't, doesn't apply anymore, and that we can change things in the Torah. That's the, the, the Kabbalists come and teach us, no, we can't do that. We're not allowed to change the Torah to make it something that you know, we think we understand according to our generation. Now, you might think, we all might think that it's simple. That's a simple one. I mean, we don't have to learn that, but the truth is it's very difficult. So many times we feel that Torah doesn't talk to me. Torah is not talking to the generation. And the, the, this Polish this big grove doesn't know what he's talking about. How does he understand? He's involved in the Torah. He doesn't understand the generation. Which is not true. The Torah talks to every generation. And the Torah is not changed. The Torah stays the way it is. And we just have to understand the Torah based on the generation. The interesting thing is, is that the Kruvim, on top of the Kaperis, and they're made out of one piece. The Kaperis and the Kruvim is all one big piece of gold that was chiseled out. It was hammered. And, and the Kruvim were created on top of the Kaperis as one piece. And the lesson in that is, is that no matter how much we adapt the Torah, and we use the Torah for our generation, we can't forget the We can't forget that there's, there's, other, there's people in the world, that coexistence within that, within that adaption of Torah, is the, is the way we deal with people, and the way we understand other people. So even if the... I'm, even if the people, even if there are people that don't quite understand things, we can't hate them. We have to be facing them. We have to be embracing them in ways of which keeps the terror together. We can't embrace them by changing the terror. We have to embrace them by keeping the comparison together, by keeping the comparison on top of the 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 art. We don't change the terror in order to embrace other people. We embrace other people with the Torah. And that's the lesson of the Kaparis and the Kruvin. Torah never changes. Torah is always there. And even if people want to change the Torah, they're making a mistake. And what we have to do is we have to embrace them, teach them how the Torah adapts, how the generation adapts to the Torah. Teach them how the Torah applies to every generation. Not to change the Torah in order to embrace them. Embrace them in order to change them, and the, showing them how the Torah applies to our generation. Thank you. Have a great job.